speaking of uh, college basketball, um, Caitlin Clark has declared for the WNBA draft. She's taking a pay cut. And announced she'll skip her final season of college eligibility. What do you think about that? You follow the women's game in Iowa, obviously, a lot more than I do. I love watching her play. I just fear she gets lost in the WNBA. Like, I what's mean, going on right now in college is epic, it, man. Yeah, that's the thing. Selfishly, yeah, I want to see her playing in Iowa uniform again. It's funny, um, Iowa and Kansas are going to play next year on the women's side. Nice. At that Pentagon in South Dakota or whatever, yeah. you know, that that random arena that's out in the middle of nowhere that people go and play games at. You can already buy tickets, and they're 300 and some dollars. And I wanted to say. Hang on a second. You guys they know were They were. Yeah, I haven't checked today. Yeah. But it's like, you realize that Kansas is graduating like four-fifths of their starting lineup, and Caitlin Clark ain't coming back to Iowa. Don't buy those tickets early. You no, know what that's I mean? like, not a good ticket to buy. Hang yeah. on and don't buy those tickets early. A year ago. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, we're talking. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe not a pay cut because I think she can still be marketable, mm-hmm. plenty marketable. But not but, as visible. But I will say certainly a, an exposure cut. Yeah. It seems like right now women's college basketball is in a really nice place. It's they're, a great spot. They are front and center. You can run into a women's college basketball game, and I hope you have. Because um, they're e- fun to watch. ESPN, Fox Sports, uh, Peacock for the Big Ten. And you've been preaching this quarter thing, and you are dead right about the, the quarter quarters. system. It's, I love changes it. the entire game. Game moves faster. I like. I like yeah. it a lot better. Um, where's the WNBA? Like, I don't run into one of those games. I think they have teams in they're New on York, ESPN, and, and maybe and then maybe ABC. And their their season runs from like May to September. I was going to ask you when do they even play? May to September. That's not even May to September. That yeah, sucks. You know what I mean? That's like the summer. I'm it's busy not, doing other things. It's not. I won't. I mean, I'm. I I, I won't watch much of her play no, you won't. especially um, when she's with the indiana fever you know what they say for to cure for the fever you need more cowbell more, more cowbell yeah. and so from an exposure standpoint I, I do question whether or not it's it's the right move i think basketball wise it's probably the right move i think money wise it's probably going to be fine i think she can still be very she could sir she can go back and do any endorsement she wants in the state i mean she could yeah, run for office whenever she wants to. Who the hell wants that? I know. Shouldn't, you shouldn't Talk want about to do a pay that. cut. You shouldn't want that, that's that definitive pay, pay cut. I'm just saying I think she's marketable enough nationwide now that they're on your side. She'll probably be fine. No, she's at State Farm. Yeah. Um, but certainly from an exto- exposure standpoint, I I know the WNBA has claimed that they've had growth in in television numbers. Okay, but it's a weird season. Yeah. Uh, I think the WNBA would like her popularity to carry over, but I question whether whether or not it it, it, it doesn't will. necessarily carry over for the men to the to it the doesn't. NBA. It doesn't. Either, I mean, right? If you're a college basketball fan, how much NBA do you watch because you're following your guy to the pros? Not a lot. Not a lot. I check box scores. Maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, or if oh, I man. look up and there's a highlight and I see somebody right. I recognize, and, I'm like, oh. and again, not having a team here, I think does skew things a little, a little bit, bit for us, but yeah. I feel like I watch more NBA highlights and I'm good with it. Oh, I'm like, no I've question. got, I've gotten yeah. enough from, from highlights. Except for um, Wemby last night, destroying the competition. If, if you come he back with a, with a WNBA highlight of something cool, I'll catch that, but I ain't watching a game. Right. I'm just not. And, um, I think, I think college basketball has gotten in a good spot on the women's side that they've been really kind of out there and in, in your face. And we've seen attendance boosts not oh, just Caitlin God, Clark yes. but other places and and so that's a good so selfishly from that I think uh I think you know she'll continue to to be endorsable because guess what when you turn pro you can actually have endorsements yeah they're not called NIL 
they're called endorsements. Mm -hmm. And you're, if you're marketable, you're going to get said things, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. You should. Right. Anyway, Patrick yeah. Mahomes is in tons of stuff, right? He is. Yeah. I haven't seen that's him in not many nil. It's just you're. So she can still do all all that stuff, I believe, uh, and 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 make make the money. The exposure, the exposure though, thing, though. That that that's then, where you and then, that's where you run into. Do you become? somebody that becomes irrelevant because you're not in the league anymore that gave you the opportunity to have the most exposure. Possible, now, from right? a bas pure basketball standpoint as well, I actually do like it because she's a four-year. Mm -hmm. Could have been a five-year. Could have been a five-year, but then you'd have that, well, just boosting on these numbers, right. playing a fifth year. Now you don't have to... You don't have to worry about that. Because we're going to okay, eventually yeah. get back to four year, aren't we? I don't know that we are. I think the, <laughs> I think the genie's out of the bottle right? and the cat's out so of the we're tank. Gonna, we're going to be past these COVID years. It's not going to change the portal and the ability to transfer, but I think we're going to not all be able to play five, six, seven, eight, nine years. I just saw years. another guy just signed up for his like eighth or ninth yeah. year, too. I, 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 think that, I think that that's going to go away. I think we're going to get back to four or five, but five being again, if you had an injury, if you had an injury, not, right. I played five full seasons, right? So she's got all these numbers in four and now can just say, I got all these numbers in four. You guys, you guys fight amongst whether right. or not, and whether or not the record Woodard's number the other night. And so she literally has every number. And, and, and I think that's a good, that's a good observation by you as well, because you're right. If she played a fifth year and dominated, everybody would say, well, you did all this yeah. in five years, but no, she broke all the records. In I mean, four I, years, I appreciate right? the, some of the things that are being set now, but you look at them and like, well, you wouldn't have got that in four. No, it took you five. Right. Uh, to do that. All the records were kind of based on four years for a while, and now mm -hmm. we're kind of expanding that bubble, and some of them become a little watered down. Not taking away their accomplishments, but um, you look at some of the top top scores and top whatever, and you're seeing a bunch of those that are in that number. You're like, well, are they really a top 10 player all time? Well, they had the, they had the extra year. Right. So it, it she won't have that. She played four. Right. I'm going to be interested to see what kind of bump the Indiana Fever get by drafting her. They have the number one overall pick, right? And and they're named after Dr. Johnny Fever, by the way. Nobody knows that. Mm. Um, and, and so I'm interested to see what kind of bump they're going to get, where the ticket sales go, how excited the fan base is, how excited the city of Indianapolis becomes. Like, are you converting people to – WNBA fans because of Caitlin Clark. And if anybody has the opportunity to convert people to fans to a sport, I think it is her. I think she's a great ambassador for the game. She's a great ambassador for women. I just hope it carries over into the WNBA and she helps that sport grow as much as she helped women's college basketball grow. And you know, for me, like I tune in to watch Caitlin Clark because it's fun. I mean, she's just dynamic to watch. And if you're a basketball fan and you haven't turned on a game with Caitlin Clark yet, do yourself a favor and find one because she is a lot of fun to watch. She, she plays the game with great skills. She can shoot from anywhere on the floor. Like I wish all the men could shoot as good as Caitlin Clark could shoot because they stink at and shooting pass. the basketball and pass. <laughs> yeah. Like she's just the perfect basketball player, guys. Like so, I love watching. Her I, I do see all these. Oh, she's taking a pay cut. Yeah. Yeah. She could still market herself and, and sell a bunch of endorsements yeah. and, 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 and be just fine. Now, can she help the WNBA? We'll find we'll out. We'll find out. We'll find out if WNBA she WNBA probably needs her to. No doubt. And they're, yeah. they're probably ecstatic that she's going to be yeah. there, but they're yeah. probably going to try to fix the draft lottery so the Knicks get that number one pick or whatever, <laughs> the New York the New York Liberty get that pick, right? I think the Knicks should want her. 
The Knicks are actually playing pretty good this oh, okay. year. Yeah, yeah. Put her on the side with Brunson. Oh, man, that's a dynamic Ooh, duo yeah, right there. Yeah. Brunson to Clark. Let's yeah. roll. I, I, love, I love watching her play, though, man. So congratulations to her for going to the WNBA. I just hope it helps that yeah. sport, helps yeah. that league, yeah. you know, generate that interest. We'll see. And, and, and back to, you know, she's got the fever. She needs more cowbell. She's from Iowa, so she knows a cow. She can get a bell, right? I would think. I yeah. would think. I would How think. many cows did you know in Iowa? Uh, a few. Yeah. I had one named Oscar for a while. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. At my grandfather's house. That's nice. Yeah. Okay. Did he have a lot of beef with you? Yep. He was utterly, utterly. disastrous. I was an utter disaster as yeah. a farmer. You so, probably were. Yeah. yeah. Just terrible. Did he tell you to move your ass out of the way? Move to college. That's what the, that's what the cow said. You will not. You can't hack it here. Are we going to continue to milk this? <laughs> I would think. Let's just keep huffing. See where we get. <laughs> All right. Did he eat his own poop? Don't cows eat their own poop? They chew their cud. That's what it is, yes. What is cud? I don't know. I think it's what you're, you're regurgitate, I think. Don't is you it when you puke? dump cud? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that what they do? It's like... I think, right, right, like it's puke, right? Yeah, I think so. Puke. I think yeah, so. Yeah. That's okay. why the beef is tender, because they're eating their own puke. Right. Recycling. Yeah. Better for the earth. Better for the earth, yeah. They yeah. say cows, honest to God speaking, they say cows are the worst thing for the environment, I've heard. Well, when they fart. Oh my god! Then you Remember that, that time they farted? The fart cloud and came from Nebraska. Yeah. Oh my god! The last time it rolled here. Yeah. We're like, watch out! There's a fart cloud covering Nebraska. We're like, what? And, I remember being down at yeah. the Westin for a meeting, sure and enough. I walked out, and it smelled like farts, and I just sure thought enough. it was downtown. I didn't yeah. know, but no, it was. Yeah. It was the. It was the. It was the. We definitively became a cow town yeah, that day. It did. It stunk. Oh. Uh so. <laughs> There's no segue out of this. Is there? There's no segue out of this. Is there? Is there? Hi, Ooh. I'm Josh. Trying to segue. It's a good thing it's uh, where we are. So you're. Good. Um, you don't really I was need trying to get a cow there. segue there. I can. Yeah. I couldn't. Uh, let's see. Couldn't move it along. No, yeah, you no. gotta move this thing along. Stop milking it, Josh. All right. All right. How now, brown cow? <laughs> We will bring you a Chiefs hypothetical. <laughs> Not involving a cow. As far as we know, we'll try to make yes. it part of that next. Fesco in the morning. On 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. I'm going to see the cow beneath the sea. Hang on a second here. Show's brought to you by Raider Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology and is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find them at RainerKC.com. Are you texting back one of our listeners like you're in high school? What? It was pretty fun. Never been to a bowling event of this size. It was hype. It was. <laughs> they wanted to know about the state bowling tournament I was at it yesterday. Was it was hype. hype. It was good. You were at a high school event yesterday, yeah. weren't you? It <laughs> was litty. They had fun. That was a cool event. <laughs> cool event. Cling dropping a hype. It was 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 fun. How were the onion rings at the bar? Didn't have them at the bar. We bromsed it instead. 
mean, and Brahms is okay. Well, but Brahms? Like, if we had Brahms here, like, nobody would talk about it. Just like, well, now we have Whataburger. Nobody fawns over that well, anymore. Well, I mean, it's yeah. a burger, but then it also has a mini grocery store. It does, which at. is nice. You get ice cream. They have their own creamery. That's why yeah. they only have Brahms at so. certain locations, because they want to be in driving distance of their creamery. Didn't uh, didn't partake in the bowling alley food this time. That's a shame. Like, like for but, you, of all people, but, that's a missed opportunity. Three refills on the... Uh, on the old Diet Pepsi, oh so it was nice. Oh, my God. So I'm sure they, yeah. oh my God, they lost money on you yesterday. Yeah, yeah they did. You buy, buy some salty pitcher. snacks and then buy a, a drink and you can have free refills. Yeah. There's Josh over there being wheeled out on a gurney. They kept advertising, though, on the screens because, you know, they, they have the, the, the screens that have the scores and then they have the screens next to them yeah. that say, you know, join a league or, you know, uh, come mm-hmm. have some onion rings or whatever. They had yeah. one that was like, it said 80-ounce uh, beer tower. And I'm like, what are you doing to me? How many did you have? None. Oh. I don't, I, I, we don't might be the first ones, but I, I mean, I, I couldn't have been the only parent looking around going, anyone? Yeah, anyone? no, you weren't. No, you there's no question. You're going to 80-ounce beer tower at this thing? I mean. And then you got everybody got a pile in the car drive yeah. the kiddos home. So. Well, no, it's just, you know, you don't want to have that influence in your right, children. Right, exactly, yeah. I mean, like, the kids have never children. seen mom and dad drink before. You're sitting in a bowling alley. Everybody should have been yes. handed a pack of cigarettes and yes. a six-pack. Yes. At the time, I remember having to stop my son for drawing a picture for school. It said to to to, uh, <laughs> to uh, draw a picture of you and somebody with their favorite beverage. Uh-huh. And he had his with Dr. Pepper, and it was Dad Blue Moon. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think we're taking that to school, son. This that is, the time is fantastic. Like, yeah. <laughs> Can you make that a Diet Coke? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, uh, make that into a thing. So. Somebody said, bad take, Bob. Brahms is elite from the 913. We think every restaurant I, we don't have is no. elite. Brahms is good, but stuff's, it's not like... Stuff's a little bit better when you don't have yeah, it. Yeah, it Great. is. It absolutely is. Like, I went to In-N-Out on Friday. It was, it was good i like in and out but i'm like if i had it here i don't think i'd go to in and out no the time, i think it's right? i think it's it's uh you like those regional yes like, regional cuisines. Say delicacies but yeah. maybe but, you know you gotta you go to emporia you go to wichita you get brahms it yeah, yeah. but i think i'll you tell you this in oklahoma yeah, we're brahms absolutely you stop at brahms yeah. but i will say this the whataburger breakfast is money man their taquito i think is what mm. they call it is very okay. good i don't breakfast enough, whataburger so we know spicy chicken salad yeah. Take my word for it. That's better, the way to go? Better than Chick-fil-A's. Really? Phenomenal. Oh, wow. The Whataburger spicy ketchup is fantastic. And that honey chicken biscuit they have in the morning is fantastic, too. Their coffee's about a 30. Their, their coffee's rivals Quick Trip. But um, but everything else is tremendous on the menu. Tremendous for breakfast at Whataburger. All right. Let's put together a little, uh, little Chiefs hypothetical, shall we? All right. So our friends over at FanDuel tweeted this out yesterday. You can okay. check them out at FanDuel.com slash 610Bob and get your, your buckets going. Going for your gamble in this weekend. Um, it says there are some studs at running back available in free agency. Who do you want your team to sign? And they give us a, a choice of four Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry, Tony Pollard, and Saquon Barkley. And for me, if, if you know money isn't an option, you get all the opportunities to sign whoever you want. Saquon Barkley is it for me because I would love to see two years with him and Patrick Mahomes together. Hot rumor he's going to Houston and being paired with C.J. Stroud. That's going to be an unbelievable football team down there. But I would like Saquon Barkley out of that mix. Next would be Josh Jacobs for me. The other two I'm just kind of, eh, whatever about. But, man, I... I know you know you don't want to pay the running backs, and I don't want to pay the running backs, but I'm curious to see what Saquon Barkley could do here for a couple of years. I don't think Tony Pollard would be a bad fit. I love the Josh Jacobs. Okay. He's a Raider. He's a Raider, I yeah. want to stick it to him. Yeah, I get you. I get you. I want, to, I want him to come and like, oh, wow, this is how this is how the other half lives, huh? Right. And then he has kind of a, a couple of personal games every year. 
Yeah. A couple or, two games a, couple a year. Years. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. All right. All that right. one's that one's less like less Chiefs need more. Eh, yeah. Let's stick it to them. All right. Okay. So I'm, All right. I'm Josh Jacobs would be and my. I like would your be my, approach to that. I'm a vindictive answer. son of a gun too. Yeah. Hey, I'm an a hole with an attitude. That's I was right. Told, That's so, right. Yeah. So who do you guys want on the text line? 913-586-7610. You can only have one. Josh Jacobs, Derek Henry, Tony Pollard, or Saquon Barkley. Again, who this is living with? in the, the ideal world because I want a pass-catching third down back to right. go to pair alongside Pacheco. I don't necessarily want a, a feature back. Correct. Necessarily. I don't think they need a feature back. But, um, you know, when these guys can, wants to come up playing the cheap, I wouldn't say no. Yeah. That's all. From the 913, you all forget we already have. It's a hypothetical yeah, it is. It's hypothetical. And I'll tell you, RB1's been injured, and RB1 ain't going to be here in, in two years. Yeah, RB1s don't last long. Right. Always be thinking RB2s. Right. I gave out four names, and not one person has texted in yet a name of the four that we've given. Hmm. Well, no, because someone texted in Bob Del Giorno. That's right. No. But I would not. take Bob Del Giorno at, at, at running back. It's not traffic. It's Del Giorno. Austin Eckler would be a nice replacement for Jarek McKinnon, Casey Kurt. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, draft the MU running back. Which one? Uh, the was it, was it Schneider or the little guy? He was on one day at a time. The little the little guy that was. Uh, I mean, he's not little, but they're a little scat back. No, he he'd play the part pretty well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you like that as a rookie. I'd rather have that as a vet myself. But a couple Pollards coming in. I just think Barkley Barkley just intrigues me out of the backfield catching the ball, man. Pollard feels like to me, and I don't know because I haven't read it. I haven't read enough. But Pollard feels like to me the guy that's like, well, no, I want to get paid. Yeah, and then it's going to have to come down to earth a little bit. Okay, like wouldn't be in our realm because we're not we're not in that realm, right? Tony Pollard feels to me like he's the CEO of the Players Association. I don't know why I, I see the name Tony Pollard and I'm like, does he run the Players definitely, Association? Definitely a player rep. Is that yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think I think. But I like Pollard's skill set. That's what I'm saying. I think he would be a good fit catching yeah. the ball. I think would be uh, would be uh, good. But I still think he's probably more so in the mode of feature back. Sounds like Saquon is too. Um, I would think Jacobs would, might have a chance to be like, okay, I was this, but I'll come here and win, mm-hmm. and then kick the Raiders' ass. Right. That's what I'm. And Derrick Henry would be good for like third and one, and that's about it these days. Yeah. I just don't, I don't, I don't know. It's not on him. I'm not a volume. He's a volume guy too. Yeah. I'm just, eh, I, don't need do a, I, don't, I don't need a volume guy. Like I look at, at, at Derrick Henry and, and this could be the wrong perception, but this is my perception. Like he's going to slow down the offense. He's not going to help speed up the offense, make it this high, fast, powerful, striking offense that we love. Hey, if right? you were in a, in a spot where you just need a third, one third guy. and one though, I'm giving it to him. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if you just, if you were of that, you know, world or like, we're just putting together any old roster and we could just, we just need a third and one guy. Mm-hmm. Like like you have a uh, you know a, a seventh inning situational lefty yeah they don't really have those in football much but right. if you did uh, Derrick Henry you can only right. use Derrick Henry on third and one and then he needs the next two games off because yeah. he ran one play yes, right yeah. exactly mm-hmm. exactly he's not available today he's unavailable he's a, why well he pit, he threw a pitch yesterday he's oh, God forbid he should go out there and throw another one so uh, so apparently a team may be trying to poach one of our guys I don't like this at all uh, the 49ers have talked to Dave Merritt. A lot of merit to this, too. Maybe as their defensive coordinator and maybe as a fact-finding mission. I'm not sure. I don't I don't like either one of those scenarios. But um, Dave Merritt is a candidate for the defensive coordinator spot in San Francisco. Look, the guy's been really good. Yeah, Dave Merritt, really I mean, good. stud. And if he were to go and get a D.C. job, I'd, you'd be like, yeah, good for him. Way I'm to, paying him and... enough money where he doesn't want to leave and go to San Francisco <laughs> for a D.C. job. Way to go and earn that.
Uh, David Lombardi, though, who covers the the uh, Niners for the Athletic, said it's fair to assume the 49ers gleaned ideas about the Kansas City defense and how the Chiefs view the San Francisco offense from David Merritt's interview. Uh, John Lynch on Tuesday, quote, it's an opportunity to look into different ways we can evolve. A lot of these ideas come from interviews or come up in interviews. And I thought. It's smart by John Lynch. But also crappy. Well, you just got to kick their ass again next year in the Super Bowl. You know, it's also crappy. Are you, re- are you really are you really interviewing me or do you just want to know what I it's think crappy of crappy for Dave Merritt. Yeah. It's really it's really crappy for Dave Merritt. Are you are you talking to me because you want to know my defensive philosophy or what I think of what you guys are doing? Yeah. Am I just here to give you as a consultant to uh to help you out with your th- I'll be happy to give you all the information if you present me millions of dollars. Yes. But I'm not giving you anything until you sign. You'll get that in my new book. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> so the the ironic part is recently apparently he appeared Merritt on a on a show based in North Carolina, I believe. Must be where he's from or knows the guys or called something. the uh, the sports shop and uh, didn't have great things to say about the Niners. So Wilkes, even himself, is looking at this as a blessing. You know what? I understand you guys want to go in a different direction, mm-hmm. but if you want to base it base clearly off of just the game, that's not the case, and we all know that. There's yeah, always something yeah. behind yes. a marriage right. if it's yeah. not going well, right. It, right. Not, it doesn't just happen all right. night, right. So but if you want to talk about the game, their offense went three for twelve on third down. Oops. Our offense went nine for nineteen. But if your offense is going three for twelve on third down, is that Wilkes' fault? <laughs> right. If your tight end, who's all pro, yeah. Kittle, yeah. only has one catch for four yards, <laughs> is that Wilkes' fault? Right. No. I mean, so yeah. therefore you can feed McCaffrey all you want to. Yeah. He needs help. And then number 11, who was trying to fight all game, uh, Aiko, whatever, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. He only had 40-something yards. Was that Wilkes' fault? So I just say that there was something going on before. So I Brandon Ayuk is who he was referring yeah, to. Right. I heard of him. He was like, about the defensive coordinator, he's like, this is probably a blessing in disguise. That guy left. He's getting blamed for this stuff. Yeah. Doesn't sound like a guy who at least initially was, would want to go to San Francisco, does it? No. And you guys ran the last guy. What is his fault? Yeah. I mean, you guys Look were at your all pro tight end over here sticking yeah. it up. I mean, I'm my like, goodness. I don't know if that helps or hurts his candidacy in San Francisco. I can't get past Dave Merritt's silky voice, though. Oh, he's got a great my voice. My goodness. Yeah. What yeah. a great set of pipes. What do you right? call Ayuk there at the end? Aiko. 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 Yeah, that's awesome. Aiko. That's awesome. So Man. I don't know where he stands, but again, I don't want him stealing our guy. Firmly in that camp. I don't want Dave Merritt ever going anywhere. And then total BS if you use these interviews as fact-finding missions rather than actually targeting candidates. Yeah, that's crap. You're wasting everybody's time. That sucks. But it's smart, but you're wasting everybody's time. And if I'm the interviewee, I'm a little ticked off about that. Dave Merritt will be Nagy's defensive coordinator. Let's just go with that. All right. I like that. Yeah, right? I mean... That's how you elevate guys, right? That's the Chiefs have always done that. So defensive when coordinator waiting. Yeah, Dave Merritt, defensive coordinator. Look what he's done with the defensive backs, fellas. Mm. Has anybody been a better, like Spags, I don't consider, like in that, like a position coach to what Dave Merritt has done with these defensive backs? And then number 11, who was trying to fight all game, uh, Aiko, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he only had 40-something yards. Was that Wilkes' fault? So I just say that there was something going on before. 
Aiko. Aiko. Mm. And Dave Merritt's right about that. You don't fire that guy because of the Super Bowl. It wasn't your defense that lost you the Super Bowl. It was his magical offense that so stunk. I hope he goes in there and goes, you guys shouldn't even have an opening. Wasn't that guy's fault? Yeah. Why am I even here? You Where's my even meal? Fire, you shouldn't even fire the guy. Do I get Bonvoy points this on this your, This is on your offense. Uh, the the viability of this uh, stadium vote. We'll talk to uh, Scott Parks of our sibling station, 98.1 KMBZ. He's going to drop by with us next. This is Fesco in the Morning. Make sure to follow the show on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 610 Sports Radio. Change had much to say, but man, I still think them cats are crazy. They were asking if you were around. How you I don't know. You this is not going to go is, well. This is not. No, no. this is going to be a rough start. This is going to be this a terrible, be a terrible, terrible start because it's the gonna, only song anybody he's knows. He's going to tell only. us it's not their best song, right. and you know how. We're just playing the hit. Like yes. he's like the original Dave Matthews yeah. guy. Where once Dave Matthews became yeah. popular, nobody liked him. Uh, Thin Lizzy snob Scott Parks of ninety eight point one KMBZ joins us this morning. Good morning, Scotty. That's a great song, but it's not even in their top twenty. <laughs> I, 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 we knew you were going to say that. We knew you were going to say that. Knew it. Yeah. <laughs> knew you were going to say that. Um, I, you and I talked for a long time yesterday, and, and first of all, I appreciate the conversation yesterday, Scott. Meant a lot. So. I, I, Bob, I enjoyed the talk. Thank you. Thank you very much. Was this it was on or off the air? It was off the air. Okay. Yeah, no, off the air yesterday. We talked for about a half hour yesterday. Two guys talking for a half hour, man. That's uh, that's pretty impressive in this day and age. Oh, talking. And talking. Like a conversation. Absolutely. Wow, yeah. that is big. And that's at big. At the end of it, we both said, I love you to each other. Yeah, wow. and moved on. It was wow. great. It was no, it was, a, it was a much needed conversation, I think, for me and maybe for you as well. But we're not going to talk about that because I want to get your opinion on something, Scott, because you've been covering uh, events in Kansas City and part of the, the landscape here from a talk radio news standpoint for the better part of 25 years. So you know kind of all the ins and outs of everything. And I get one question a lot about this stadium, and people say, do you think it's going to pass? And I looked at what the Chiefs had to offer, and I went, well, if I'm voting based on that, no. Uh, if I'm voting based on the Royals, yeah. And and so they're both tied together, obviously. Do you think this stadium extension of the tax is going to pass? I, I think the odds are, are better that it will pass than it won't. Uh, but I, I, will, I will say this, Bob. <clears throat> if this was, and I don't think most people looked at the renderings for the new Arrowhead Stadium. But if, if, the, if the vote was strictly for extending the tax for the Chiefs and for renovations out of the Truman Sports Complex, um, it would pass without question. People, people, you know this, people love the Chiefs. They'll do anything for the Chiefs. Um, if it was a Royals-only tax extension, it would fail. But you put them together, and I think the power of the Chiefs in this town is so unbelievably strong. And let's be honest. It didn't hurt that they just won their second Super Bowl in a row in third and five years. Um, so everybody loves the Chiefs. Everybody wants them to succeed. Everybody wants them to stay here in town. And so I think with that much weight that the Chiefs provide the ballot initiative, they can drag the Royals through the finish line. 
Okay, you, you, you say, you know, the stay in town. If the vote fails, there are other jurisdictions out there that are willing to give more public money right now, from what I've been told, than what Jackson County is going to offer. And that's why you look at that Chiefs plan, and you're like, did you, did you really, like, give us anything new and good in this plan? It seems like things that, like, are good for you, but not necessarily great for the, the fans. The fans are already attending something good. Yeah. But is there anything beyond that was my question. And there's not. Well, I, I'll tell you this. Uh, I know this for a fact. Kansas is salivating right. o- over the idea that this might fail in, in April. And Kansas, and, and credit to, to Governor Laura Kelly, um, she got ahead of this early. And, of course, with the online gambling and, and a cer- certain percentage of the proceeds from that um, go into a fund that is designed to attract the Kansas City Chiefs over to Wyandotte County, and they would put it uh, – just to the west of the Legends Complex. And, you know, Bob, you and I were talking about this yesterday. If that were to happen, why in that county? Uh, literally the armpit of this metropolitan area 30 years ago becomes they, the sports mecca of Kansas City, definitely because of the Chiefs. If, if this fails in April and why not count or check that the state of Kansas makes a strong push to get the Chiefs, and I think they would for sure. Yep. Uh, you would have the Chiefs out there in about seven years. You would have Sporting Kansas City and the Monarchs, all within almost walking distance of each other. And the Speedway. Oh, yes. How could I forget? Yeah. The Speedway, of course. Yeah. Um, I mean, that really becomes a, a gigantic sports mecca. And, and the change, and, you know, sports aside for just a quick second, the change that we have seen in Western Wyandotte County over the last 20 years has been nothing short of of amazing and phenomenal and why there aren't streets paved with gold named after carol marinovich i will never know also also guys with a sports book right there right <laughs> yeah hollywood casino that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah 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 with a sports book right there yeah it makes a lot of sense and I, I i would think deep down inside the chiefs would probably want that more than renovating and putting in you know a couple of extra trees and a turf field and activation zones you well, know out of arrowhead right were you guys underwhelmed with yeah. what you saw from the Chiefs? This Very week? much yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like what they're doing, but I also think that's stuff that you should pay for, not the taxpayer. Yeah, because who's going to make all the money off? Of you it? are. Yeah, not you the are. taxpayer. Right. There was nothing there to generate more money for the taxpayer more, in Jackson or County. Or more event dates for me. Or more event I, dates. I thought yeah. there'd be something a little more ambitious to to say we will have yeah. more dates, more reasons to go. This looks like it's going to be a greater experience on game day. Right but nothing outside of game day. And, and <clears throat> call me crazy, I didn't see anything about a rolling roof in there. No, nothing. Nothing. So, I mean, it, it, now granted, in fairness, the rolling roof was rejected uh, 20 years ago by voters. But, not, I mean, and, and keep in mind, the Chiefs were just okay back then. With three Super Bowls, uh, recent Super Bowls, and as popular as that team is now, if you were ever to push a rolling roof initiative, this is the time. I think voters would go for that. And and then you open up Arrowhead to all sorts of events that you otherwise would never get. I mean, let's be honest. When when the Chiefs stop playing at Arrowhead in, you know, January or February, whatever however far they, they get home games in the playoffs, that place is basically shuttered until the summer. Mm-hmm. You know, there's three, four months there where nothing is going on. You could get the final four. Winter concerts would go there. 
big winter concerts would go there. Right. And it's, it would be theoretically, you know, somewhat climate controlled. This is the, if we're going to do a rolling roof, and I love the idea of a rolling roof, this is the time. There will never be a time like this again for the Chiefs to get anything and everything that they want. Right, exactly. And that's why I look at what they proposed the other day, and I'm like, but they don't want a roof suddenly. I don't, or maybe not suddenly, but the roof's just not something that they've been interested in, which I don't understand. that they use is not a good excuse, I, I would just think you would want that the, the taxpayers, the... Uh, the the movers and the shakers would want to attract other events, and even if the Chiefs didn't want a roof, there would be a push for get a roof. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Am I crazy? Hey, but Bob, I don't want to steal your thunder from yesterday because this was this was something that you said to me, uh, and I hope I'm not betraying a confidence. But one of the comments in our 30 uh, minute conversation yesterday that you said, sort of as an aside, and then we got to talking about it a little bit more. Where is the public campaign for this tax extension? It just started on Monday. Like, if you really wanted something to pass as an extension of a tax and you wanted people to vote yes on extending a tax, don't you think you would have been out front of this months ago saying vote yes, vote yes, vote yes? Even if you didn't have your plan released, you Mm -hmm. still want to get into the mindset of everybody to vote yes. And all I've seen is like a Twitter video put out with Sly James in it. (laughs) So... I have two two trains of thought on this. Uh, if, if you know, first of all, if if I was running this campaign, I would get you know, and again, I'm stealing an idea from Bob Fesco here from yesterday. Uh, I would get Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, you know, Andy Reid to do a, a huge TV campaign, radio campaign. Hey, it's Andy Reid, co- coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. Don't forget to vote in April. Blah blah blah. Tax extension. It's a tax extension, not a tax increase. Right. And just flood the radio and TV airways in this town and, and the internet for that matter. Right. Uh, with this massive campaign of, of three of the most popular people in our city. But my other train of thought is this, maybe they don't want people to know there's a vote. They want the vote. Actually, I have three trains of thought here. Uh, <laughs> they, they don't want people to, the, the fewer people that show up, I think, the more likely it is that this passes. And this is an April election. Notice that they don't want to put this on the November ballot. The November ballot is a presidential ballot. You'll get anywhere between 75 and 85% of the registered voters to show up at the poll. And then if they were to put this on the November ballot, there would have to be a public campaign, a just exhausting public campaign to get that thing passed. But you put it on the April ballot, most people aren't even going to bother. Oh, oh, there's a vote today? I had no idea. Well, I got to go to work, and then I got to get the kid to soccer practice tonight. I don't have time to get to the poll to vote against a tax extension. So I, I, I'm, I'm torn as to whether or not they're just lazy or they just don't want people to know. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, it, it, it's like to me, I just sit here, we didn't hear anything about a yes campaign until February 27th or whatever. The Chiefs didn't roll out their plan until like 35 days before this vote. I know they were busy with the Super Bowl and all, but they've had plenty of time and, you know, you, 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 to, to roll this kind this. of stuff yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's just like, it, it just arrived very, very late for me. The Royal Site thing took forever because the city didn't want them in the East Village and people are blaming John Sherman for ruining the crossroads. 
John Sherman had nothing to do with that. That's the city decision. That's not a John Sherman decision. He wanted to be in the East Village. We've been talking about that for years. If you're upset that the Royals are going to the crossroads, call the mayor and call the city council. It's their fault. Scott, what'd you make of uh, Mark Donovan's comments about that area uh, not really not being good for extra development? The current the current sports complex area, which hasn't which has largely not seen any development. He basically said, you know, he was asked why not why not have some expansive plan to create a new district and basically said, Well, it's just not, not a good place to have one. Well, why? Well, you know, I, I heard that comment and I think that is one of the great wonders in Kansas City is how that area has just never developed. I mean, you have a Denny's that caught on fire. Uh, I think there's a Taco Bell out there that would give you diarrhea for a week. And then you've got a gas station and the fellowship of Christian athletes. If they're still there, I don't even know. Right. There's a hotel out there that's been shuttered for years. This is an area. Keep this in mind. The chiefs play eight or nine regular season games, a couple of preseason games, and usually uh, hosting some playoff games. So mm-hmm. put, the, put the chiefs, let's just conservatively put the chiefs schedule at, 13 to 14 games uh, out there at the Truman Sports Complex. So that's roughly 75,000 people showing up for 13, 14 times a year. Then, and this cannot be discounted, the Royals, of course, play 82 home games a year. Or 81. Mm-hmm. Was it 81 or 80, who 81, yeah, well, either way. Uh, but, I mean, even in the, at their worst, they're still, you know, even when the Royals struggle, they still attract several thousands of people out there, thousands of people who want to maybe grab a beer, maybe grab dinner before the game, or go grab a beer after the game. How, how there has never been development out there is just shocking to me. The only thing I can think of as a comparison, and I hate to keep going back to this, is the Legends Complex, Right. Now, granted, the infrastructure was starting to go up when the Speedway went in. And, you know, people forget that uh, Cabela's and Nebraska Furniture Mart were going up at about the same time as the Speedway, roughly. And then, of course, you know, you, you put those gigantic corporate uh, behemoths out there, and they're going to attract thousands of people a day, and the restaurants will follow. Um, but it never worked out in, in uh, eastern Kansas City. And For the life of me, I can't figure it out. And again, and this goes back to Bob's conversation with me yesterday, I have to wonder sometimes, and I I hate being so cynical, but, you know, Clark Hunt every year, I'm sure, travels with the team when they go on the road, and he has to go to SoFi Stadium and Allegiant Stadium, and he sees these gorgeous, gorgeous temples to American football. And then he comes back to Arrowhead. And I'm not saying that Arrowhead is, is bad, but let's be honest. It's not SoFi. It's not Allegiant. And here goes Clark Hunt to these stadiums, and he's thinking to himself, my team wins the Super Bowl more often than not lately, and we are the most popular brand in all of Kansas City. And I'm going to a dilapidated – I'm not saying that it is, but I'm, I'm saying if I'm if, – if I'm spending other weekends at SoFi and Allegiant, I'm thinking it. Uh, and I, I come back to, to this, this stadium. I mean, you know, 15, 20 years ago, Arrowhead was nice. Now it's okay because you can see what everybody else has. You know, it's like, it's like uh, 
I'll use me for example. I have a Kia, and when I first bought it, it was a nice car. Now I realize that it's easy to steal, and I'm sitting at an intersection next to a Maserati. My car doesn't look so good anymore. You were sitting next to Dana at the intersection? Yeah, Dana was right next to me. <laughs> Very good, Bob. Very Thank you. Good. Thank you. That's why I was surprised. That the, I, I don't want to say I thought there'd be a more ambitious plan because he's seen these other stadiums. And basically what you got was, well, they did go to the uh, to the to the end zone suites, which is kind of reminiscent of, of, of most of the new stadiums, but not as ambitious as I thought it would be based on based on those two stadiums. So I have to wonder, you know, just to finish my thought, I have to wonder if somewhere in the back reaches of their minds, the, the top brass of the Kansas City Chiefs may not want this to pass. You know, and you, Bob, you were mentioning this earlier that that there are other you know municipalities just in this area that are kind of just waiting to see what happens. And man, right. maybe we could get the Chiefs. Yeah. And you know, this is pure speculation on my part. I have no idea. I don't know Clark Hunt. I've never talked to him in my life. But uh, you know, the stadium's okay. But if, if Kansas is whispering in his ear, hey, you know, you could have a SoFi out here in Western Wyandotte County. Um, I don't know how you don't listen to that. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Scott. So just quickly before we let you go in, in, in 15 seconds or so, you think this will pass, though, in Jackson County because Jackson County has a history of passing these things. Yeah, yeah. thank you for reminding me of that. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it passes overwhelmingly uh, because I do think that there's enough people, uh, especially outside of Kansas City proper, um, that – you know, don't trust the government. And quite frankly, these uh, property, this property tax fiasco that's going on in Jackson County right now does not help right. this initiative because people are already angry at their county government and trying to figure out, you know, why, why did my property taxes go up, you know, 400% or, you know, 200% or whatever. But if you look back on the history of things that were proposed and people were like, yeah, that's never going to make it. And then it made it. New airport, uh, Sprint Center, the streetcar line. Hell, even Clay Chastain got one of his ridiculous ideas passed. And that one was so stupid, the Clay Chastain initiative, that passed that the city council uh, shortly thereafter said, uh, we negate this vote because it's not affordable. There, there's not enough tax revenue in this plan to build what he wants. But keep in mind that that, that stupid uh, Clay Chastain initiative, but I love the streetcar, don't get me wrong, but his ideas are dumb, uh, included a gondola right. that would have run from the from the high reaches of the uh, World War I Museum down to Union Station. And somehow, some way, Clay Chastain convinced enough people to vote for that and approve it, and they did. It, you know, Kansas City voters have a history of saying, oh, that's not going to work, that's not going to happen. And then they pass it anyway. Scott Parks, 98.1 KMBZ. You can hear him afternoons at 2. The good thing is, uh, Parksy, you have some uh, some crossover listeners because someone wanted to know if you're driving the Price is Right car. That's where, the, that's where you got the key. <laughs> no, no, they, no, Dana won the Price is Right. And they yes. gave it to you. And gave it to you they as gave a partying gift. Yeah. You know what she did with that car? She, she, she never drove it. She sold it. Smart. Yeah, yeah, because you, you had to pay the taxes what somehow. About, <laughs> what people don't know about those game shows is, uh, you know, you win that trip to Hawaii or, or you know, Tahiti. Uh, before you ever leave the state of California, you have to pay a forty percent tax on everything that you want. Yeah, not 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 happening. That's a scam. Yeah.
That sure. is a scam. Thank you. Thanks, Scotty boy. Joshy boy and Cisco. Have a good weekend, my friend. Be good, guys. Take care. Thanks. Scott Parks, 98.1 KMBZ. He and Dana Afternoons. Always up to uh, mm-hmm. hijinks over there on KMBZ. A lot so. of people texting in saying new stadiums won't have the same history as Arrowhead, but I will say this. History doesn't generate dollars. Yeah, I was I, I just frankly was surprised. I thought there'd be more. There'd be more. There was nothing. It's going to be really nice on a game day. Really yeah, nice. Really nice on a game day. But I, again, if you want it that way, that's that's on you. That shouldn't be on the taxpayer. The taxpayer should be investing in something that's going to make the stadium better for the entire community. And without a roof, none of that makes the stadium that better for the entire community. Uh, we're really good at spending other people's money. We'd love to spend our money if we had it. We'll discuss that next.